Star Wars 7x7 episode 3390. You know what we forgot to do in the podcast? We forgot to do our October What is on Tap in the World of Star Wars Storytelling this month episode. So, hey, better late than ever. Let's take a look. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So yeah, we're doing this episode a little later in the month than we usually do, but hey, better late than ever. So let's run down the 12 categories that we usually cover in terms of Star Wars storytelling, starting with movies. Now that the writer's strike is somewhat ended, I don't think everything is officially signed and I's dotted and T's crossed, but people are allowed to go back to work. So... In regard to the new Jedi Order movie, that's the shorthand that we're using for it, the one that takes place 15 years after The Rise of Skywalker, and we'll have Daisy Ridley returning. That movie was very close to having its script completed prior to the writer's strike. Now it can be completed. However, that's about all that can happen. I guess they can do pre-production work, but... Casting agents can start identifying people that they might want to bring in, but because of the SAG after strike, actors cannot audition for roles. So yeah, that's going to be frozen for a while at this point until something happens with SAG after. And the most recent update was that the studios were not coming to the bargaining table in good faith, according to the actors. And so the actors said, yeah, we're not anywhere with this right now. Then there's the movie that we're referring to as the Dawn of the Jedi movie. That's James May. Gold's movie and we heard recently that David Goyer who had written scripts for the Vader Immortal stuff and Secrets of the Empire the virtual reality stuff that he had also worked on a script that was a Dawn of the Jedi type script and it sounds like James Mangold came to Lucasfilm with that idea of working in that time period on his own separately so it's just one of those wonderful bits of kismet but we don't necessarily know whether he's going to be able to take advantage of Goyer's idea or if he has other ideas that he wants to pursue that at least can now move forward potentially or at least Lucasfilm can identify a writer to continue to work on this. Mangold himself is still working on other projects so that doesn't seem like it's going to be showing up anytime soon. Then we have the Lando movie which was going to be a series but according to Stephen Glover who is Donald Glover's brother they are now developing it as a movie and so writing can move ahead on that now but that one who the heck knows when that might end up getting produced. And then finally there is the Mandoverse movie, let's call it, the one that Dave Filoni would be working on that would tie in all of the different Star Wars live action series. So that we imagine that he has been working on that in some fashion and then just had to pause for a few months while the writer's strike when it's course and so now he can continue working on that and finishing it and one would think that that has the opportunity to move ahead a little bit faster in the sense that they don't have to do as much in the way of casting work comparatively speaking they know who a lot of the particulars are going to be already so eh, yeah that could make it potentially you know, be prepared a little earlier than the new Jedi Order movie. So we could see a schedule flip with that potentially, depending on what the whole long-term plan was and how many more live action series they need to get onto Disney Plus prior to that movie releasing in theaters. Speaking of live action, let's dig into that as our second category. So 
Ahsoka has ended, of course, and it's surprising that we are nearly two weeks out from the finale of the Ahsoka series and we have not heard anything about Skeleton Crew or the Acolyte coming out. Like, no date, no nothing. We've been hearing from various sources that Skeleton Crew would release by the end of 2023, but that's all been rumor. There's nothing official or substantiated in that regard. And yeah, the lack of information is really... A, troubling in that regard. It doesn't give you that confidence level that it is going to make it in 23. And the same goes for the Acolyte. No word on what the development is for that, but that's sort of been promised in 2024 anyway, so we don't necessarily have to get too worked up about the situation with that. The potential problems with those are, again, SAG-AFTRA related. Skeleton Crew was in post-production at the time of Star Wars Celebration London back in early April. If they had reshoots or if they have any ADR looping to re-record dialogue going on, that stuff can't be done during the SAG-AFTRA strike. So, yeah, you would hope that they managed to get that done before the strike happened, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Again, the fact that we're not hearing anything about it makes one a little bit doubtful in that regard. And if there's any sort of reshoots or ADR happening for the Acolyte or necessary for the Acolyte, then yeah, that's totally frozen at this point as well. And the Andor series, season two, will also have been utterly shut down by the SAG after strike. If there had been any writing things that needed to be resolved, then there are certainly to work on those right now finally but yeah they had been working with actors under the British equity situation however that works <laughs> to try and get them a little forward in things but ultimately there was only so much they could do with that and they've got a bunch of SAG-AFTRA actors who are on the series so yeah they are stuck until that works itself out same goes for season four of the Mandalorian they allegedly have all their scripts done but they can't shoot anything now because of the actor strike however on the animation front things can apparently move forward so episodic animation is not a struck situation with the SAG after strike. So people who are voicing characters for episodic animation are still able to work, which means that production on season three of The Bad Batch can still continue, and it can also be working for Tales of the Jedi season two, and if it ever happens, a droid story, <laughs> whatever's happening with that one. But we don't have any announcements about those yet either, and that's a little surprising as well. It feels like we should be hearing something from Lucasfilm about a live action series or an animated series just to know what's going to come next what star wars fans have to look forward to on disney plus and yeah right now it's just you know crickets and tumbleweeds on the books front we've already had some action there crimson climb by ek johnston that's the kira young adult novel is out now and so is jedi brave in every way which is the children's book in the high republic by charles Sewell and his daughter rosemary Sewell. and later this month there is going to be a star wars ultimate cookbook coming out as well on the audiobook front, we are getting an adaptation of Crimson Climb as well. On the short story front, we have two short stories coming in Star Wars Insider issue 222, which says it's going to be on newsstands on October 31st, which means that subscribers will get it a week or two earlier. There's going to be the first of the Phase 3 High Republic stories in there. It is uh, stories from the Occlusion Zone, and the Occlusion Zone is basically the area of space that is controlled by the Nile. And then there's also going to be another return 
Return of the Jedi short story, so adding to the short stories that we're getting in this 40th anniversary year. On the comic book front, we've got an even 10 coming out in the month of October, so the regular monthly titles, it'll be Bounty Hunters 39, Darth Vader 39, Star Wars 39, and Dr. Aphra 37. On the limited fronts, it'll be Dark Droids issue 3, uh, the adaptation of season 2 of The Mandalorian has its issue 5, the Obi-Wan Kenobi series adaptation hits issue 2, the D-Squad short uh, series that is part of the whole Dark Droids thing, that's issue 2, and then Shadows of Starlight is another sort of phase 3 story basically, it's kind of filling in the gaps between phase 1 and phase 3, and that is the first of a 4 issue limited series, that's coming out this month as well. On the live events front, the big one to flag is New York Comic Con, which is happening this weekend. There are two panels there related to Star Wars. One of them is for the From a Certain Point of View short story collection celebrating 40 years of Return of the Jedi. That panel has already happened. And happening today, I believe, is the Lucasfilm Publishing panel, which is Stories from a Galaxy Far, Far Away. So we're going to learn more about Lucasfilm's publishing plans for the next little while. And usually there's some comic-related stuff too. So we will be talking about that in very short order. On the merchandise front, I've been keeping an eye on new releases, and especially now that we are coming into the holiday season, they're going to be coming fast and furious, but so far, no interesting new storytelling things out of any of the merchandise that's been released so far. Streaming? Yeah. You know, if we're not going to get any announcements about live action or animation being added to Disney+, Plus, then hopefully they'll add some new streaming stuff, but yeah, so far, eh, yeah, nothing to look forward to on the horizon at this point. Then there's the virtual reality thing, which is also the same. It's still been very quiet from ILM Immersive. Everything that they have you know, talked about in press releases or whatever has been related to the enhanced edition of Tales from the Galaxy's Edge that came out on the PlayStation VR system. PlayStation, why did I <laughs> put the emphasis on station? That was weird. But anyway, yeah, so they've got to have something in development and just, yeah, it's just crickets over there too. So hopefully we'll hear something that will be coming in 2024, but not yet. Speaking of things that <laughs> we should have heard about and still haven't yet, on the video game front, Star Wars Hunters is still in some sort of soft launch thing in other territories outside the United States, and maybe someday <laughs> it'll actually get released. I don't understand what's going on with that. It's so strange. And as far as other video game things in production right now, yes, there are you know video games in the works. However, SAG-AFTRA also has a agreement has an agreement with video game companies. It is called the Interactive Media Agreement. They are negotiating with various video game companies right now, and they have, as of September 25th, voted on a strike authorization, and the vote was 98.32%. So that's how many members are ready to go on strike against the video game companies if they don't settle their agreement and negotiations. And yes, there are AI issues and all sorts of other fun things that sound similar to the kinds of things that they're having issues with the produce, uh, the motion picture studios about. But at this moment, SAG-AFTRA has not officially declared the strike. So actors are still able to do voiceover work and motion capture work for video games, but if SAG says, 
all right, that's it. They're not working with us, so we're going to make the strike official. Then all video game work ceases for actors as well. And yes, Electronic Arts and Disney Character Voices are two of the companies that the sag After folks list on their website. So yes, this is definitely going to affect future Star Wars video game production or ongoing Star Wars video game production. And so that is the rundown of all 12 categories that relate to Star Wars storytelling and what we have to expect for the month of October. And that is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. It just remains for me to say, thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyrighted by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.